0: Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Heath Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. What is going on,
1: everybody? Hey, you know what? The world is going crazy. When you first told me that we were going to do a podcast... And we were going to talk about headlines, and the, I had no idea how much crazy is out in the world.
2: Every day, the crazy, it it. I should not be amazed by it. However, somehow, I continue to be amazed by it over and over.
1: It's lunacy on steroids. But speaking of lunacy, we got, uh, of course, Heath Oaks, and I'm Chad Prather, and we've got producer Zach, and we've got producer Kristen in here. and hey. Kristen. Hello. Kristen's the only sane one of the bunch.
2: I, I I would agree with that. I'll take that. I'll take <laughs> <Yeah>. that medal. <laughs> yeah. Just for and all you know th- it's true. Wear it with pride. And for all the new listeners out there, understand what we do is we take your headlines. Uh, the headlines that we find interesting, and we, we try not to actually dig into the headlines themselves as much as we want to. We we pull out what we hope that we can help you in your business or your personal life um, from the headline, what it kind of says to us. So kind of right. whatever pops out, and sometimes. It's completely opposite. Ch- what Chad pulls out of it, I pull out of it, Chris and Zach, it's always different, usually, which makes it interesting. Um, well, so, you know, we're, we're going to try to have some really fun today.
1: Speaking of pulling something out of somebody. <laughs> oh, no. Well, let's oh, talk wow. about this first a, <laughs> headline. And
2: we got to get, get Zach. Zach has to read and this headline. And really? we're
1: just going to tell you, if you're sitting here listening to this with the kids, Earmuffet kids. Yeah. Yeah. Just Earmuffet for this a second. One's, this
2: one's a little explicit. And this is a headline. This
1: is the headline.
2: Woman arrested
0: for shitting on boss's desk after <laughs> winning the lottery. You know what? There's <laughs> something the to be Read said. the next
2: part. The, 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 the yes. next one. Uh, of it, cause s-
0: a 41-year-old woman had the winning lottery ticket worth over $3 million on Friday night, but showed up to work one Monday to
2: deliver one last package. <laughs> mm-hmm. The package was very hot very stupid oh, <laughs> I died when I saw oh, that one wow. there really is
1: there it really is something to be said for creativity in the workplace
2: I don't know who I feel <laughs> worse for the woman or the boss like was he that bad of a person that she literally just took a big shit How do you, how how do you
1: feel? How do you feel? I mean, when they walk in and they catch you <laughs> mid-loaf. <laughs> I mean, right out of the oven. And you're like squatting over it. I mean, are you holding on to the edge of the desk? Are you grabbing your ankles? Did you your bring ankles? your own toilet paper? You have no pain. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, you're sitting there dead-level squat. Mm. The
2: amount of... Discuss somebody would have to do to me to bring me to a point right. to want to do that, I, I can't even imagine what that would be. This just right.
0: would have had to build up over years, pile up over <laughs> pile years up. and oh. No, right. no pun intended. <laughs> Man, so
2: thing. many puns can be used
1: on you, this one. You, true. And, and if you read the article, it says that she... Held it for three days. That she was literally walking oh, wow. with her buns clenched for three days around the house, got through oh the weekend gosh. because she wanted to make sure that it was the biggest pile oh. she could leave. And so now, look, we don't want to be crude. Yes, we do. We want to be a little crude and crass because it's just hilarious. It's just funny. This is this woman, yeah, you got to give her a medal. I mean, the <laughs> acrobatics that went into this thing, not only did she hold it for three days, she has to come into work. She got dressed that morning, comes In into nimble. work. She has to go wait till her boss leaves the office. She climbs up on his desk chair that probably has wheels. So she's got to mm. maneuver on that thing, yep. shimmies her butt up on that desk, squats down, <laughs> and then gets busted and gets arrested. Now, there's things that you could get arrested for <laughs> that, you know. I would
0: it, love to see her mugshot. It, it. <laughs> when there's that kind of planning involved, I mean, you have to put it back on the woman. Like I, God. I, I kind of think it, there's not something so
2: wrong with the boss. Like, there's seriously something she wrong. How bad? How bad did that boss have to be? Well, but yeah. you're right though. She had to be off. Like he may not have. He or she may not have been that bad. But that person, she I can had to understand be off. like crazy.
0: hating your boss and wanting to exact revenge. But if there's, if you're to the point where you're like planning it elaborately yep. and putting your bowels at risk, like that's that's another <laughs> oh, level of crazy. No. Oh, I love the
2: forethought. She won the lottery <laughs> and thought to herself, "Finally,
1: here's <laughs> yeah. my chance." Well, hey, at least she can afford the bail.
2: Well, but you know, imagine. you know what I take out of that the most though. whenever I saw it and I, and I looked at it, besides laughing extremely hard, but I thought about. You know, where they talk about how you never want to burn those bridges, right? (laughs) (laughs) She's burned those bridges to no extent, right? There's no going back. Not only that, now it's made national headline stuff. So the the likelihood of many people hiring her are going to be slimmed down because now they're on her Uh, criminal record is going to be arrested for shitting on boss desk i guess i don't know what what, i don't think
0: she's worried about it since she won the lottery well no but she won three
2: million dollars the reality is three million dollars is not going to get get you far far. 98 percent of all lottery renters file bankruptcy why because it what they didn't have to work for it number two is when you burn bridges on your way out of anything you never know when you're going to need those people yeah
1: so much for getting a referral yeah. I mean, that's just out right there. But can you imagine being the cop who has to bend her over? Oh, to sure. To handcuff her? I mean, what do they do? They bend her over the desk? Is it like a dog? You put her nose in it and be like, Ugh. bad, bad employee. <laughs> I, bad.
2: She also was not an employee. <laughs> <Rough> <laughs> Have you ever had golly. any situations of wanting to burn bridges on the way out of something or had people burn bridges on what the good and bad can work? <sighs>
1: I've always believed In you never burn bridges Yeah I just don't think you do And I don't care How bad the situation is And I know people Would disagree with me And and we're not talking About extreme situations Like you were in a relationship Where you were abused Or something like that I'm not talking about that I'm talking about Professional relationships You, You know You're not supposed To like your boss They're not supposed To be your buddy They're supposed to be Your boss They're supposed to Tell you what to do They discipline you They correct you They give you direction A good boss helps you But they're not trying To be your buddy Yeah You got a problem When that happens So you're going to do some things that you're not going to like. Now, some of them are going to be a little overbearing, but even with those, the ones that I've had in the past uh, that I've thought, man, I don't know if I'm going to get along with this person at all have turned out to be some of the folks that I really grew underneath. So I've always been a, a fan of just saying, you don't burn bridges. I don't care how bad it is, you just never know.
2: And, you got to be careful because you never know who the people you're talking to are going to be around at any given point in time that right. you you could need their You could need them at some point or another. And, and I believe I have a story when I first started uh, at Colonial Life, I was probably four or five months in and we were setting all kinds of records really fast. And one of the veteran DGAs that actually was in this territory at that time, first time she had ever met me. She had a couple glasses of wine, and she proceeded <laughs> to tell me that everything I was doing was fake. I was a fraud. I was everything because there's no way I can be doing what I'm doing. I mean, oh, she wow. tore wow. into me, right? And, and, and instead of fighting back or yeah. anything, I just said, I got up and I said, thank you because now I will do everything in my power that I will shatter everything you do starting <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. And I ended up that year beating her. Um, but I didn't argue back with her. I didn't try to. to I just said, thank you for mm. now. Got it. Now, fast forward a year later. I was gone as the territory manager um, in the other territory. And at one of our national meetings, she walked up to me and apologized. Hmm. And she said, I realized I was wrong. I, I misjudged it, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward two years later than that, I came back and I was the, her boss. Mm. And she called me the day it was announced and said, I'm so glad I apologized to you. That's so funny. You know, yeah. But what she did was is she, <laughs> she had a moment of emotional that she didn't control, but yet she corrected it by apologizing. And, and in return, She ended up becoming uh, one of the top managers in the entire company whenever I got back here. And so I talk about it whenever you go. You never know who you're going to need. And also, being the emotional one and doing the fire and cussing everybody out on your way out of whatever it is, and and no matter how wrong people do you, that's what's expected. So if you want to be the minority, the one that people really remember is the ones who never go back for their revenge, the ones that never go back for their last sake of what they're going to say right that last word type person those are the ones everybody remembers and in in, in a negative light be the one that has takes the the higher road be the one that says i'm going to just keep my mouth shut kind of go on with this because i want to be the minority
1: it's okay to leave a job folks if it's time to leave it's time to leave uh for whatever the reason is I hope you all win the lottery, but you know what? Leave it the right way, and I promise you that was not the right way. Hang on. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with a second segment. You will. If you thought that headline was crazy, wait till you hear this one. This one just has me annoyed. So just hang on a second. We'll be right back with a second episode of Second Shot.
0: He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN.
1: Hey, everybody, it's Chad here. And if you know anything about me, you know that I read a lot of books, at least three to four a week. And there's one that I've read several times. It's by my buddy, Heath Oaks. It's called Ignorance on Fire, Failing Your Way to Success. If you want to have your life changed in your business, in your relationships, in the way you look at the world of success, you need to pick up Ignorance on Fire. Go to Amazon.com, buy the book, leave a review. I promise you, you're going to love it. Go get it today. Ignorance on Fire by Heath Oaks, Failing Your Way to Success.
0: Ready, aim, fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network.
1: I want to talk about that lady pooping some more, but <laughs> I can't. I,
2: I can't help it. When yeah, I, I see the headline, yeah, I, I, I see cry. that I,
1: We are looking over Zach's shoulder <laughs> at the computer and just, I don't know, it's just funny. <laughs> they had a picture of the, I don't know, the, some gastrointestinal thing going on over Mm. there Uh, oh my gosh this is one that i can't believe and i and i'm you're excited about this one aren't you no oh my gosh i (laughs) yeah i don't know how to feel because this is i went to school university of georgia and this this emanates out of the university of georgia there's a professor there named richard watson and he has come up with a new policy for his students the headline says professor encourages students to you're going to hear this right now choose their own grades to reduce stress so, you know, when you thought it couldn't get any worse, uh, Professor Watson, he, want, he put in a, reduction, a stress reduction policy in his class. He says that if you uh, want to learn, then you need to have a reduced environment of emotional reactions to stressful situations. Grades can be one of those things. So he says, if you don't like the grade I give you on anything, then all you have to do is, is wait 24 hours, email me, tell me what grade you want. You don't even have to give me an explanation, and I will... Uh, I'll change it. No questions asked. You don't even Hell, have to I give an X. I went to college if I could have chosen no, my no own No kidding. Grade.
0: <laughs> right? Zach, I Zach graduated. I'm have you a C. What grade do you choose? You know, I'd rather have an A, I think. Yeah, me too.
1: I was oh, going to well. say I would have <laughs> graduated with honors, but I did graduate with honors. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so there's that, and I'm, I'm bragging. But uh, <laughs> he says that also if you feel that you are in a group meeting and you feel stressed by your group's dynamics, you can leave the meeting immediately, and you don't have to offer any explanation to that group and so he says he teaches of course data management energy informatics i I hope that's helpful to some people um but uh he says all your exams are open book open notes and you can use anything you want on your laptop or tablet sign me up for every
2: class he's teaching i would go back to school if i could have him as as my teacher and everything i would actually do the school thing
1: well the, the takeaway that I get from that, <laughs> <laughs> Give that is, is, first of all, there's uni- so many layers there. You're University of Georgia, so it's disappointing. And I'm always picking on colleges. I do that. If you watch my truck rants, I'm always picking on these different colleges and these policies that these absolute bleeding heart professors do. It's just absolutely nuts what they do. Here's the thing. You don't get to pick things in life. You, I mean, very few things. You can pick your nose. You know, yeah, you say you can pick, you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. I mean, there's, there's some things there are limits on some things. You can't pick everything in life. You can't pick what you look like. You can't pick your eye color. You can't pick your hair color. You can't pick your genetics. You can't pick what kind of what what gender child you're going to have. You can't pick certain things in life. I don't understand when feelings, how I feel about something, became the, the king of all things, why it all of a sudden rules everything. And so now we have this whole deal where, where people are even entering into the workforce, and they don't feel good about their environment, and they don't feel good about their performance review or, or some kind of thing that they do. And, and so it doesn't matter what you feel about it. Performance matters. Performance matters. We don't grade you in unicorn tiers. <laughs> we don't do that. It, performance matters. Ask any Olympian, ask any athlete, ask any Super Bowl champion, ask anybody. You know, ask your sales stars. Mm-hmm. Does performance Absolutely. matter? It does. You can't pick everything in life.
2: Well, here's the thing. It's not just entering the workforce. Workforce. It's entering life. We have human beings entering life that cannot manage right. stress. And here's, the, here's what they need to be teaching in college, not um, getting rid of the potential anxiety. Teaching you how to handle right. that. Because I had a mentor that told me, he told his kids, and this has always stuck with me very big, and and his name's Mike Keller, and he said, I tell my kids, life is not fair, and thank God it's not. Mm -hmm. Because if it was, there'd only be one type of people, right? So preparing yourself, life is not fair. Life has stress. Life has anxiety. Mm -hmm. You know, the suicide rate in teens is up over 28% over the last couple years. Mm There was a study done that I was watching a deal uh, night or two ago. It was up 28%. Well, the reason is is because we coddle everybody. Yeah. I want you to have failures and the hardships because I, I need to be that The professor should be there to help you yeah. overcome those because that is reality. Mm-hmm. Nobody's protecting you in real life right. from your feelings. Right. You have to know how to handle them. No, we don't always do it perfectly, but you've got to know how to get over those humps because that's life. That's real life. There is no picking your your time you want to get depressed and the time you're not because yeah. we all deal with it i think there's a i, I believe there is a a sign i believe there is a, a, a disease of, of depression but then i also believe there are people that circumstantial that, yeah absolutely that, that that are you've circumstantial. created yes. you've
1: created an environment whereby that thing yes. breeds itself yeah and so
2: you've got to learn how to handle those because we all deal with it i know that everybody likes to think that some people were just positive and we never are down bs there's several times i'm down I have just learned the ways of coping to right. handle that. That's real life.
1: That's real life. This
2: professor's not setting them up for real life.
1: That's right. And you wind up winning the lottery one day and shitting on your <laughs> boss's desk. <laughs> so because you I can't know. handle situations of anxiety and tough environments. I
0: have a question. You know, like, where does this professor come in thinking that he can trust his students and like empower them. I mean, I understand in in a small business setting, maybe you're working with four or five colleagues and you feel like there's trust that's built, uh, you know, amongst you and and you can empower them to kind of give you feedback. But when you're working with students who you've never worked with before, who are just walking into a classroom, how is he believing that he can just empower them with this much trust and and them to handle it appropriately no well obviously they can't they can't
2: that's what he's trying to reduce it has to be built he's setting them up on false pretenses of what life is going to be and he is setting them up in my opinion for the future of the kids that deal with the depression that can't ever get out of their own way because he's setting them up for false hope that is not real life
1: it's not do you graduate and get to pick your salary do you get to go pick your work hours? Do you get to go pick the people that work in the office with you? You don't get to pick those things. That, you're, you're thrust in those environments. Mm-hmm. Do you get to pick your benefit package? You don't get to do those things. You just don't get it. Do you get to pick when you retire? Let's say, I don't want to wait till I'm 65 or 70 well, years old to retire. Some
2: people have the ability to. If you build your own business, doing all that.
1: But the people who do that have have handled adversity Absolutely. and they have succeeded and they've made something out of it. Because it's impossible
2: to get there without handling there adversity. There is
1: no one on the planet in the history of humankind who has ever been successful by having everything given to them. That is not success. That is inheritance. That is not success. You were given something.
2: Wasn't Abraham Lincoln's first election he won was for the presidency? Because didn't he like lose two or three?
1: No, I, I think he finally... You're going to call me out on history and I'm going to be wrong and people are going to... But I think I, I think, <laughs> he, I lost think he, several, he won a Senate seat. He won a Senate seat. But he had the, lost, I mean, he lost a lot. elections. Yeah, he yeah. lost a lot. Yeah, but, And dealt with
2: depression. Yeah. He dealt with losing yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. like yeah. in real life, Adversity is key. I believe the education system, I believe in education wholeheartedly. Even I'm, I'm somebody who didn't go to what we call our inst- our institutional education. Right. What I hate is that we use the word education on um, if you went to college or not, which is, it should not go, that's not hand in hand. That's yeah. the institutional education. I believe in education. I yeah. educate myself on a daily basis. I dig into everything I need to know. I learn and want to grow by putting myself around others that, and, and reading and learning, right? Yeah. Our institutional education system is flawed. Our, right. in, a, our institutional education system is not setting up people for the best. This is the exact example of why suicide rates are up 28%, 30%, because we're coddling people and not letting them understand, in reality, anxiety, stress, bad things will come your way and punch you in your mouth, and you've got to figure out how to stand back up. You may yep. lay there and get to that ninth, second count, but you've got to stand up on the 10th. Yep. In
1: 1959, they launched the Barbie doll line. Barbie came along, Barbie had it all you could choose whatever Barbie wanted to have. She could have every accessory. She was a fashionista. She could have a car. She could have a big house. She could have a motor scooter. She could have a kid if she wanted to. She had every job from a robots constructor to being president of the United States. Barbie has had it all. She's even got a, 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 a emasculated boyfriend that she trades in and out constantly <laughs> because he is anatomically gender neutral. So it, but Barbie's had all of those things. And so what we've taught ourselves mentally is that our life is supposed to be like a Barbie doll. You add to it. You pick and choose all the accessories you want in life whether it's your grades or whatever. But here's the problem with that you can try to pick these things you can pick your perfect spouse and all that but go ahead and pick out your divorce lawyer too because if you get to pick walking away from environments that you feel stress in guess what you're not going to have that all the time in a marriage or a work environment or anything else where you put yourself around other people there will be stress and the only people that are ever going to succeed in life are the people that can handle that successfully
2: learning how to cope and handle the stress and and all that is absolutely the biggest key to it The negative people who want to say that it's everybody else's – everybody else is lucky and they are not are the people that cannot handle stress and anxiety. They want to believe that everybody who's doing something is because they are lucky, and they got lucky, and then me, poor, pitiful me, I'm not, right? That's what happens. But the reality is the people that have made it are the ones who've had 10 times more stress than you could ever possibly imagine. They just choose Mm -hmm. not to – whine and cry on Facebook and Twitter every day and tell everybody about how everybody's piss poured on them and that their (laughs) life is is horrible, right? That's the reality. Those people just don't sit there and express it all. They handle it differently. They get around other people that make them better when they're down to pick them up. You've got to find the people that will pick yourself up when you're down. You've got to figure out how to cope and handle those stresses because if my daughter wants to play, say, softball one day at five years old and if they don't keep score, I will create my own league – before I let my kid be in anything that doesn't do it. Because you know what? I want my daughter to deal with failure when I'm there to pick her up. I don't want my daughter dealing with failure at 24 years old when I'm not around as much. Right? right. I want her to be there and cry in my arms and let me teach her how to get over it. Right. And what she did wrong with it. I want to be the one there when she falls flat on her face and breaks her nose and is crying everywhere and go teach her how to handle those things. Like, I don't want the realities of life to hit her when I can't be by her side yeah. every day. And we're setting our kids up for failure when we let them all get a trophy. And we all let come him on by.
1: Preach it, son. Mm. All right, we gotta take a break. We're gonna come back to the third segment. I've gotta take a dump and I'm gonna go find a desk. So hang on, we'll be <laughs> right back with second shot.
2: Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of second shot with Chad and Heath, still to come. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you would like to cut your power bill in half tomorrow, go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code WATCHCHAD. I will tell you that I have saved over 65% on my first year using energyogre.com. They do all the work for you, and they save you money at the same time, so you never have to worry about it again. Again, go to energyogre.com, promo code WATCHCHAD, and save some money.
0: Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCN. We're
1: dropping nuggets all through this podcast, (laughs) and I'm not talking about poop. I'm talking about wisdom. (laughs) And let me tell you something. Kids don't know. This is the problem. Going to college, and, and I got a daughter. Bless her heart. She knows how to approach education. Kids don't know how. My daughter that's going to college, she knows how to approach education. Kids don't know how to use the tool that is college. They don't know because we didn't prepare them for that. We didn't educate them. We didn't teach them how to think critically. We didn't teach You have never learned anything worth knowing in a peaceful, easy environment. Never. Never. Because thinking is work, and thinking is uncomfortable.
2: Well, my book is Felling Your Way to Success because the greatest educational learnings that I had was through my failures. Yeah. Because I was—, I was man enough to look at myself and realize my faults and realize where i went wrong with it yeah. you know i there was a thing that one time i won't get into the names of it but this this really tore into me is uh my wife has 14 15 years experience in broadcasting mm-hmm. has made it from um a small the smallest market you can almost she started be in, when she was 11 yeah all the way up to being in the top five market as a as a broadcaster and has emmy awards that yeah. she has won etc right there was a uh community college that had a part-time uh broadcasting job open and she was like you know what i would love to it wasn't obviously it doesn't pay very much at all but it was like you know what this would be good for me to give back to kids like yeah this could be kind of it was like one night a week so it wasn't gonna be a lot but it was she thought that yeah. that was gonna be something fulfilling they wouldn't even look at a resume because she doesn't have a master's degree wow hmm. so they're gonna hire somebody who failed in the broadcasting but yet has a master's degree to, co- to teach that class, yeah. when those kids could have the chance from learning from somebody who has, I mean, she, the woman has a print journalism degree from yeah. the University of Idaho. Name how many people in broadcasting ever came from the University of Idaho? Right. A print journalism degree. They didn't right. have a broadcasting department, right? So she hustled her butt off to get where she is, mm-hmm. to work where it is. Would you want your kids learning from her or from somebody who couldn't hack it but yet has that degree? Right. that's my problem with the institution of education these days is that we don't want i would want my kids to be learning from her yeah not any i mean
0: it's a problem that translates into the workforce as well because so many employers just want to see that oh you have these you know exact specifications and they won't even consider you for hire right and it's like what happened to street smarts street smarts well here's experience here she was
2: here she was basically going to be doing it for giving back really the the hours to put in she don't need the money it was just going to be a giving back and so the 15 years experience of making it in the business at some of the highest levels you can be is not worth the master's listen
1: whenever whenever i you know i've I've bounced around and and did a lot of things i was in the in the speaking world and all that but but because i i had situations where I potentially had an opportunity to work with some television stuff, kind of be a talking head, a communicator, that kind of thing. And they looked and they said, well, that's not what your degree's in. You don't have any formal experience in that deal like that. We don't, we don't, you know, basically we don't, we're not hiring you because we don't know if we can, you can do that job. No, I don't know how to communicate at all. I don't know how to put words together. I don't know how to string sentences. I only have 20 million views this week alone on the stuff that I say from the cab of my truck. So (laughs) no, I don't know how to talk. Yeah it's, it's that, cra- yeah, it's crazy that they don't take a look at that and say, you know what, maybe there's something out there that is worth looking at. You and mean, and I, it drives me crazy nowadays that they look at a bachelor's degree as nothing more but a, a, just a glorified high school diploma. It's and ridiculous. The, well,
2: and the, and you and I came from different worlds where you're the, the institutional education. I am not. Right. I don't believe either way is wrong or right, people. I want you to understand something. I 100% believe in education. I believe I wouldn't even be close to where I wish that I would have been more I wish I would have been hungrier in high school for education in general, because I would be much further along, I believe. I was not that hungry for it. So I mm-hmm. believe in education. Let me make that very, very clear. I have a lot of issues with our institutional education system and, and how it is set up now. I'm not going to use that as a crutch for my daughter because you know what? It's my job as a parent to mm-hmm. raise my daughter and teach my daughter things. I'm not right. relying on exactly. any institutional education system, okay? Exactly. I'm not blaming it on that. I'm not blaming it on our school systems because my daughter raising up to be a good human being that is intelligent, that wants to learn, learn to be hungry, right. that's on my shoulders. Right. That's on my wife's shoulders. That's not on the school system. So stop blaming the damn school system. Come on. And you step up as a parent and be who you need to be for your kids. And if they're not getting it at school, do it at home. It, right you got more time at home than they do than the teachers do that's
1: exactly right so if you're listening and you're a parent and you you or you're an employee let I me mean, do, do the same deal Dis- go home and study
2: if you're an employee you exactly. want to be better go home and work
1: exactly and let and speak into somebody's life Help them know the sense of direction that they need to know in life. Teach them how to think. If you don't understand the concept of critical thinking, buy a book on critical thinking and read the stupid thing. Learn how to think through. Don't be somebody that regurgitates the pablum that is fed to you day in and day out on social media or through the news agencies or or whatever. Just don't have somebody else tell you what
2: you believe or what you think or what you know go figure it out yourself Don't you think people sit around and go well I just don't know where to start you know how many of the questions that I get on the well where do I start these really blanket that I call lazy questions because it's you know you know I didn't know where the hell to start right I I had no reason to make it it was just like you know what I, I want to learn this and this was even before Google and everything was that big I mean yeah. none of that was that. Now everything's at your fingertips. You can learn anything and everything you want to know. Ziegler, you say saying one of his talks that in today's world, um, the average commute, that if you wanted to be an accountant, right, if for five years you always listen to accounting, audiobooks, podcast, mm-hmm. whatever that is, tapes on accounting yep. and all that, for five years in your car and said the radio would be equivalent to a bachelor's degree. Exactly. There are no excuses in today's world. Whatever you're wanting to learn, you can be learning it while you're driving. There's no dead time you 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 can be eating your lunch and having and having headphones and learning right. about whatever it is you want to learn and grow on. The, if you're not, it's it's your fault. You're yeah. lazy, you're not wanting to do it, but you want to sit around and figure out what's that winning the lottery way. There is yeah. that's not something you can actually Uh, hold accountable to and and shoot for is winning the lottery. You can't.
1: If you'll take exactly what you just said, if you'll take exactly what you just said right there, if you'll take two hours a week and you will study, read, listen to a topic, pick a subject you want to know about, within the space of three to five years, you will know more Mm -hmm. than the leading expert in that field who has a formal education. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry but people don't do, they don't continue their education they don't grow with it, they don't take it anywhere they stop once they get that degree and they get that piece of paper and they say we're done learning and now we're going to move on and we're going to, no, 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 no. You can surpass it. I had a message that a guy sent me this week. He said, look, I don't have the qualifications. Every time I try to go get this job uh, or or try to better myself, people keep pulling me down, you know, because they say (laughs) you don't have the qualifications. (laughs) He literally said to me, he said, what do you expect me to do? Pull myself up by my bootstraps? Yes. Yeah. Ain't that a thought?
2: That is absolutely. What's the second choice? Exactly. What's your What are you going to do? Nothing. Waller Dude. around and be a victim. Waller, right? Waller. Waller. Yeah. Waller. Exactly. Second choice is do nothing, <laughs> whine and cry with yourself, and not be anywhere forward. Yeah. This first, the other option is you pull yourself up by the bootstraps, and you go make that happen. And if you fail, that's still better than the other. Yeah. At yeah. least you gave yourself a fighting chance yeah. Imagine at that. something.
1: Imagine that. Somewhere in that guy's mind, he's thinking, well, nobody in history's ever busted their ass and been successful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm expecting Bernie
2: Sanders to give it to me. But you got to I, I mean, you, I mean, you, you have just not you not happen like you that. You have to go back though, too, is you got to realize who are you surrounding yourself with? You're not surrounding yourself with people if you're surrounding yourself with people that are feeding that thought, you've got to change. Mm-hmm. And if you're not fueling your thought within, I promise you right now, your life will be incredibly changed if you if you spend 15 to 20 minutes every morning reading some type of success book on a successful person or successful topics of whatever on successful people. That's what I engulfed myself in early on because what it helped me realize was as I was going through the rough times of failing and not making any money and doing all that, as I was reading all of them, I had this realization of who am I to think I am too good not to struggle when all of everybody I've ever read about that's all these successful people have all went through more yeah. than what I'm going through right now. So who am I to think I'm too good not to have it? Yeah. What it helped me do was realize to not sit around and waller yeah. in Waller my, in my pity yeah. and step up and realize, look, if they had to, I, I should have to. So I welcome it.
1: You're 30. I'm 44. You have no formal education. Yep. I do. How many sources of income do you have off the top of your head, random? Eight, nine.
2: Eight,
1: nine. Okay, I've got 13. So it only took me 44 years to get there. Yep. But you know what? I'm a go getter, and I've hit the bottom so many times. We've talked about oh, this. Oh yes, absolutely. That you keep picking yourself up and you keep going. Nobody's going to hand it to you. We didn't get to any emails, but you can we always. Will we on the will. On ex- on at the, the next very week. least, you can um, take thirty minutes yeah.
0: every week and listen
2: to the Second Shot Podcast. That's yeah. exactly right. Well, and here, and here we'll tip, preach at you. Tip, we preach today. Typically, <laughs> on this third segment, we take your emails and we answer them. And we got some. We're going to answer them on the next podcast because this one just kind of, guess, got us hot and rolling. And we have stuff to talk about. And we wanted, you know, real steamy as Hose we go back to the first one, right? Um, but it's shotcast at gmail.com. Send us any questions. Send us um, comments. Send us whatever you want. We're going to read them on air for you. Look me up at Heath Oaks and Ignorance on Fire. Share this episode with your friends. Write us a review. We need to get that booked up so we can get more of this in front of more people.
1: That's right. Find my touring schedule at WatchChad.com. And also visit my very controversial PoliticalCowboy.com, and we'll have some fun. Follow me on Twitter at WatchChad, and tune in next time for another episode of Second Shot.
2: for premium talk radio.